Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, boys and girls, we are back with another edition of the Ben Dominich podcast brought to you by Fox News. You can check out all of our podcasts at foxnewspodcast.com. I hope that you'll rate, review, and subscribe to this one and share it with a friend if you find it of interest. Uh, Today, I have a special guest, uh, Senator Tommy Tuberville. Uh, the former, uh, you know, amazingly successful college football coach uh, is a relatively new senator, but he's already made a name for himself with a, a very tough and prominent stand uh, where he's refused to back off of uh, holds that he's placed uh, in terms of, of military promotions uh, in response to the Biden administration wanting to expand military payments for uh, for uh, taxpayer funded abortions. It's an issue where a lot of people seem uh, to be pushing him to cave, and he's refused to do so. Uh, it's kind of an interesting stand for uh, a senator who hasn't been there very long, and I wanted to talk to him about that, as well as his legislation protecting athletes who are uh, you know, currently going through the name, image, and uh, likeness experience in college sports in ways that are proving to be quite uneven. Uh, and where rules are not yet standardized. We also talk a little bit about sports gambling uh, and what he anticipates about this college football season. Uh, And, you know, I think that just talking to somebody who has not been in Washington that long is an eye-opening experience because he comes at things uh, from a perspective that takes the Constitution and the the actual rules seriously, uh, as opposed to dismissing them the way that some people have who've been around Washington for a long time. Senator Tommy Tuberville, coming up next. Your brain needs support and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Coach, thanks so much for taking the time to join me today. Yes, sir. Glad to be on, Ben. I want to talk to you, obviously, about a number of different things uh, and not just uh, the uh, the world of, of college football. Uh, but obviously, you know, you have been in the news over the past uh, chunk of time here because of your work uh, in holding up uh, military promotions over uh, a number of, of issues. I wanted to just ask you first off why you chose to make this stand. Well, Ben, I've been here for almost three years and I've seen a lot of things happen coming from this administration, not just from the White House, but also the Pentagon, from the DOJ, and the entire Washington, D.C. crowd. 
from the Democratic side. And everything they do is they kind of circumvent the Constitution. And they look for any avenue in which to change to their thoughts. And they don't think about the, the American citizen or the taxpayer at all. And so I'm on the Armed Services Committee. And I put up with a lot of this wokeism that they've got in the military now and listen to all these people talk about the things that they're teaching. They're supposedly not supposed to be teaching. But when they came down with this and basically said, we're going, you know, since Roe Wade, we're just, we're just going to change this. And uh, that was voted, by the way, in 1985 by Biden and the Democrats to have a policy of rape, incest and health of the mom uh, for the military. Uh, it was voted on and passed and it's been fine for 30 years, but now they want to change it with a memo because uh, they feel like that they were slighted with Roe Wade because they can handle all the federal employees. Well, we're not going to go around the Constitution here. If they want to do that, that's fine. Uh, change the policy back and let's vote on it. And uh, let's see what the American people say. The American people need to have a say with this because it's their money that they're spending. You know, one of the things we talk about and experience in Washington over and over again uh, is the fact that voting on things is actually not in the interests of elected representatives and senators. It's a lot uh, easier and a lot more uh, politically safe to simply outsource decision-making to unelected bureaucrats to make those decisions for them. Is this sort of the perfect example of that? Just, you know, sort of rule via memo and faceless bureaucracy versus actually having to take a stand and, and put your name next to a policy? Even Republicans and Democrats, they don't have they they don't want to have their name put on anything that that's controversial. And obviously, abortion is controversial, but also going against the Constitution is very controversial. Uh, we all need to fight, start fighting back. Here's a problem that I see, and we just saw this with what they're doing coming uh, and and just going at uh, former President Donald Trump uh, with everything they have. We don't fight back very often, and. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're going to have to get out of that norm. We, when we come back in September, if we don't come with basically what I'm what I call guns blazing of fighting back to everything that they're trying to do, we're going to have huge problems. I don't know if we can even if we get a Republican president back in and a Senate, we can get this mess straightened out because as we speak, the enemy is at the at, at the gate mm -hmm. and we have huge problems. I mean, it, uh, the, the American taxpayer don't realize what 30, basically $33 trillion in debt means. They don't realize the border, what they're doing at the border. They don't realize what's going on with the crime in this country. And most of all, they don't realize, people don't really realize what they're doing with our energy. You cannot run a country or a world without fossil fuels. It is impossible. But these idiots are trying to push it on the American people and it's not feasible. We can't do it. And we're going, we're going to really put the American taxpayer and people across this world in harm's way if we continue down this path. You know, in, in response to some of the criticism that you've gotten from the kind of pro-military uh, folks on the right, some of whom have raised concerns uh, that this is going to have some effect uh, on the force, you know, you certainly have gotten a lot of backup from people who care a great deal uh, about the functioning military, you know, uh, by profiled Mark Wayne Mullen recently. He's an interesting guy and obviously cares a lot about this. He backed you up. Tom Cotton backed you up. Uh, so what do you say to the people who say that, you know, oh, this is creating risk for our military uh, because uh, various promotions aren't happening? 
uh, and and they don't particularly seem to care about the fact that you can actually move folks through re regular order. Ben, you would be shocked if you knew how many people called me or caught me on the street or came to somewhere I was speaking that have been military before, either retired or still in the military going, coach, you stick with what you're doing. You are exactly right. Our readiness is not a problem. If it was really a problem, they'd change it back because they would really be worried about it. But you stick with what you're doing. We've got way too many generals. We've got 44 four stars. We had seven during World War II. And we are so top heavy. I'm not doing it for that. You know, I, I don't want to get involved in that part. But I do want to do it and also be backed up for the people of this country. And we are getting so much support. It's growing every day. I don't think Schumer and, and Secretary Austin, the Defense Department, or Biden really understand what they're digging up here. They're digging up a can of worms that's going to backfire on them because I'm not changing my mind. We're not going to have any promotion. Now, I want to tell people who's listening to this, I'm not holding promotions up. I'm hoping up, holding up a group of people. They can do them one at a time, which takes about three hours on the floor to do one. Now, we're off for six weeks up here, okay? We're not doing anything. <laughs> and, and Schumer's out raising money because he's afraid if he doesn't win this next election, he's going to lose all the power in the Senate. They could care less about the military, about the Constitution, about the taxpayers of this country. The Democrats want to keep power, number one, bottom line. And then they want to go after Donald Trump with all these, all these indictments because they can't afford him to get in because they know he will totally turn this thing around and go get the country back on the right track. You know, you've only been, as you said, you know, in the Senate for three years now. Um, since arriving, what have you learned about the, the sort of nature of the Senate that surprise, surprises you as, as sort of an outsider coming into this uh, with your eyes open for the first time? Well, you know, being here for the first year and a half, I saw even a few Republicans. We spent $6 trillion more than what we had been, $6 trillion. We didn't need another COVID bill, but they did it the, because the Democrats, they knew they had the ball in their court and they were going to do anything possible just to spend more money. Then we turned around, we did a infrastructure bill, which they call it infrastructure, and half of it's going to billionaires and millionaires that make all this electric EV uh, stuff, you know, the O-Cylindra uh, syndrome of giving <laughs> money, giving money to people that they can make money. Uh, now, if this would have been $1.2 trillion infrastructure that would have fixed our roads, bridges, and our, our water systems across this country, I'm all in. But I didn't read that in the bill, okay? I read it in the bill of, hey, you know, this is gonna help everybody get reelected. And then we did the CHIPS Act, which to me, we're a, we're a constitutional republic, a democracy that doesn't pick winners and losers. Hey, we got people that we're giving billions of dollars to to supposedly help them build chips and they're making billions of dollars before we even give it to them. Mm -hmm. So uh, it just amazes me how we spend the taxpayers money without even looking at the 32 trillion we're already in debt. And now we're getting ready to spend more trillions. We're in Ukraine, which is a disaster. I mean, I could go on and on about what's going on, but this is, it's way out of control, Ben. And we've got no leadership up here in terms of the Democrats. They just want to take our country in another direction. And folks, you better be careful what you do in this next election. I don't care if you're a Democrat, independent, Republican. You better look out for this country, because if you don't, you're going to lose what you've been able to have for 247 years.
Uh, last question on this point before we shift uh, to look at uh, sports and the NIL. Uh, the ramifications, uh, you know, in terms of uh, of these of these issues, I think uh, is uh, most activated in Washington because what you just said earlier about current or former military folks coming up to you, that's certainly all I hear from the people who I know who are either currently or recently served. Uh, they 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 couldn't give a rip about the the uh, lack of generals, uh, you know, or or a, a temporary holdup, you know, in in these types of senior folks. And that to me is just kind of a a level of vision that you lack if you've been around Washington for as long as some people have, which is a lot of folks that you're up against. If this had to do with sergeants and second lieutenants and captains and majors. Hey, I, I wouldn't be doing this because those are the people that we need. These mm -hmm. generals and admirals, you know, uh, they sit in that Pentagon over there and act like they do something. They all run around in these black SUVs with all the security. Uh, <laughs> we need to go back to building a military that's ready to fight. Then we, we couldn't fight a war right now. We could not fight a war right now. We're talking about, well, China's coming. They're our adversary. They're not our adversary. I mean, the way we are right now, we would be in tough shape. Because even Biden said the other day, we don't have any munitions to give to Ukraine, but he's coming up with $24 billion to, to do something with. We're not going to buy munitions because nobody has any. I don't know where the $24 billion is going to. So, yeah, I tell you, I'm, I'm all military. My dad was military, died on active duty. Uh, I believe in this country. I believe in a strong, um, hard, tough military. But this military is going in the run. It's going the same direction, the FBI, the DOJ, the CIA. And our education system is going woke and it's going directly opposite what this country needs to go. So let's talk a little bit about your uh, your uh, legislation to address uh, the NIL issues in, in college sports, the PASS Act. Uh, you know, they're obviously, you know, sort of the, the NIL, uh, the whole creation of this system, uh, you know, has completely upended and transformed things uh, in college sports. What do you believe are some of the changes that need to be made? Uh, in order to protect the interests of student athletes. You know, Joe, Joe Manchin and I sat down about a year ago and with coaches and athletic director and president, I mean, we worked on it for a year doing exactly what you said, get everybody on the same page is what we got to do. Every state has got to have the same basic blocking and tackling rules. In other words, when it comes to recruiting, giving money contracts uh, of uh, when you want to transfer right now, it's a, it's the wild west. Mm -hmm. And, it's just if you want a good player, you go out and buy one. And I, and I'm listen. I'm fine for players making money because I t I know what players go through. It's hard to do two full time jobs. If you if you go to college and play football, your academics is full time, and then you got to run and do football, which is even harder. Uh, meetings and all those things. So I'm for men and women making money, but I think they all should make some money. I think it should be spread out. I don't think one player on the team it's a great quarterback making three or four million dollars to me that's wrong mm -hmm. that is dead wrong and so joe manchin and I, what we did is we we tried to put five or six basic things together where every state including california i think i think there's still a state maybe they are but they go by different rules than everybody else uh everybody does the same thing i'll tell you give you one example ben there's some states that can go out and, and offer a kid in the ninth grade $50,000, $100,000 saying, three years, you come to our place, we'll pay you each year till you get to that point. Well, what in the world? The Supreme Court didn't mean 
name, image, and likeness for you to go out and be able to pay kids that were 15 years old. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets to be a senior, well, we're not going to do that because uh, we're, we're not, we, you, didn't pro- we, you didn't do exactly what we thought you'd do. These contracts are not being upheld. Players are taken advantage of. And then you've got poor old guys over and, and ladies that are working their tail off next to somebody that's making a lot of money and they're not making anything. So I think we've got to find a way to spread the money out, but here's what's going to happen. The money's going to go to football and basketball. What's going to happen to, to Olympic sports and women's sports. You're going to lose it. They need money to survive. And right now they get their money from uh, bas- uh, football because they're the only sport that makes money. And if you don't give it to the football players then you're not going to win, you're not going to make money. But if you give it to the football players there and you don't have money that goes to women's sports and Olympic sports, they're not going to survive. And that's not what the education system is about. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me how you think the conference situation is going to shake out. We're in this sort of weird period of transition. Uh, where do you think we're going to end up? Yeah, I'm worried about it because everybody's what's what's driving all this, man? It's money. You know, mm-hmm. television, ESPN's giving all this money out. and Everybody's looking for, well, I can go this conference, I can get 20 million a year. I can go this conference, I can get 30 million. Yeah, I think what you need to have is you need to probably have football just pull out of the NCAA and let basketball and the rest of the sports stay in the NCAA and let them work their own conferences. And then you take football and then you divide up conferences. And that way you get your commissioner to run it. You put everybody in the same category. You make your own rules. You don't worry about the other sports, but you, but you do share in the profits with the other sports. So uh, I, I'm worried about the conferences as I, I know you, you've seen it over the years that mm-hmm. some of these schools love to be in the SEC because, you know, in the future, they're going to be making 50, 60 million dollars a year. And when I was in the SEC, it was 20 million. Yeah. I mean, look at how it's, how it's changed. So uh, it's all about money. Uh, unfortunately, uh, you got to have money to make things work. But uh, right now we're on the cusp of, of losing education uh, to all of our athletes and losing college sports as we know it you know it's it seems to me that this is such an important time and and period with this transition that you talk about with espn and everything else and basically with cord cutting happening and people shifting to really live sports being the only sure bet in television uh getting this right seems uh, enormously important to me obviously espn just made the decision to jump into gambling to a much greater degree with this deal with penn entertainment um, what are your concerns, if any, about the nature of, of the sort of uh, system that's set up for gambling on sports in America? Yeah, it wasn't a day that, or a week went by. We didn't do it at daily, but there was. we always had to bring up something, whether it was in individual meetings or team meetings, about gambling because players can make a difference in a game. Yeah. Uh, I can remember years ago, Northwestern had a running back that fumbled on purpose going into the, going into the end zone. Uh, I don't know if you remember that. And yeah. there was a huge deal about that. We, you know, it's, it, you know, gambling's there. We've all seen it. We know how big it is for the NFL and it's even big for college sports. Mm-hmm. But if, if we're going to do this, I mean, ESPN needs to really get involved in educating athletes, educating people about what you can do and what you can't do. You can't just throw it out there and expect the rules not to be broken. They will be broken to a certain degree, but we can't let it get so out of hand that uh, it will destroy, destroy the sports. But uh, I mean, it, we're walking on pins and needles here now when, you know, but we've all seen it coming with all the apps and things that are going on, but it's uh, gambling is huge. 
and it's huge <laughs> in college sports. There's no doubt. Last question for you, and thank you so much for being generous with your time. Uh, you know, you you look at the landscape of of college football right now, in particular. What's the most interesting trend that you see going on uh, in college football, or in the approaches that different teams are using? Oh, you know, of course, getting away from the NIL, I've, I've seen so much change in in the the way that offenses and defenses have, have been played been the last 10 years. Everybody's going to these spread offenses, no running backs. It's not a physical game anymore. It's more of a finesse game. Uh, used to, you take your best player in high school and, and then they'd graduate to college and they'd put that best player at tailback. And, you know, you'd be a physical team. You'd run downhill and do all those. Now they're putting their best player in high school, even though he might not be able to throw, they're putting him at quarterback and these quarterbacks just run around and make plays. And it's just a, it's a softer game. Uh, there's still a lot of physical teams out there. Uh, it's you, you Because of that, you've had to change your defense. You're putting a lot smaller guys on defense, more athletic guys on defense. You've really eliminated the big guy defensively because if you can't run, you can't play because you got to be able to chase that, that quarterback down or the running back down in the backfield of those little small receivers on the outside. you got to be involved. So it has really changed in the last 10 years with all these spread offenses and and it's made the defensive change. But I think it's I think it's made it fun because there's been a lot more points scored. Now, if you don't score 40 points, you don't really don't have a chance to win. But, uh, uh, you know, but it's all going all the way down into the peewee teams and, and the and the high school teams. And it's it's changed. College football has changed because of the spread offenses. But there's a lot of good things because of that. It's 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 involved a lot more people. As as a proud as a proud owner of a barstool sports overs club jacket, I, I approve of, of some, a lot of those changes. But I I <laughs> can hear you. I can hear you. You miss the you miss the big guys. You miss that slobber knocker uh, back That's in the right. day. Uh, great stuff. Thank you so much, Coach, for taking the time to join me today. All right, Ben. Thank you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. That was Coach Tommy Tuberville. Uh, thank you for listening, as always, to the Ben Dominich podcast. I hope that you... Uh, get a lot out of these podcasts. I certainly enjoy the variety of interviews that I'm able to do uh, in uh, this format. We'll be back soon with more to dive back into the fray. Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcast Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts. And Amazon Prime members can listen to this show ad-free on the Amazon Music app. It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox.